0: Welcome to the Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics-ish Dish Podcast, practical health advice from Iowa specialty experts. We want to connect the members of our communities with the latest healthcare information that's understandable, relatable, and useful to your daily life. With me in the studio today, I have Phil Beadle, and Phil is a IT, help me out here, What's your actual title here at the hospital?
1: Actual title Systems Analyst, but basically Help Desk here. <laughs>
0: help Desk, Systems Analyst, <laughs> yep. Jack of all trades. There we go. <laughs> we love you, by the way. Oh, you're, well, thank you. You're awesome. So that's his real hustle. And today we're going to talk about your side hustle. Side hustle yes. yes. So your side hustle is personal training. Yep. All right. So what I want to know is just, we're going to just jump right in here. How did you get in to fitness?
1: So my journey started back in 2014. So I was recently married. I had a one-year-old baby boy, Mm -hmm. and I was 260 pounds. Wow, okay. So, yep, you know, overweight, and I just, like, I tried to lose weight for years, but the motivator was really my family. Like, I got a little guy I'm trying to chase after, you know, and I'm just huffing and puffing all the time, and I'm, you know, I just, I need... To be better for them, I need to set a good example. I need to be healthy, so I'm around long-term.
0: Seems like that is a lot of people's story, that they find that one motivator. You know, like, I want to be around for my grandkids. I want to be for my children's weddings. You know, all, all those things, that that one thing that they can hang their hat on to really be serious about it.
1: Yeah, and, and that's the key, is you have to find your reason. So you, mm-hmm. you're you not going to do it for somebody else. You know, I want to look good for somebody or something like that. I mean, that might motivate you for a week or a month, but you really need to find your why.
0: Right. Absolutely. So you found your why. And yeah. then what did you do after that? So I'm, I'm ready. Now what?
1: Yeah. So for me, I had no idea where to start. So I just downloaded the MyFitnessPal app. Yep. And uh, it's like, I'm just going to track my calories today and See what happens. And I was shocked. I actually didn't track all of my calories the whole day. Mm-hmm. I made it most of the way, but I got up to like 5,000 calories. Oh wow. Yeah, I was shocked. I was I had no idea that I was eating that much.
0: Right. And and then, and if you're honest, which you know, you don't have to be, like you said you didn't put them all in, but if you had, obviously that number would have been greater. Yeah. I, I mean, we as in my husband and I did my fitness pal app years ago and stuck to it religiously for a long period of time, and it is shocking how much you really eat if you are starting to measure and weigh things.
1: Yeah, and, I mean, it was a lot of work to track calories, Mm -hmm. and I actually kind of started eating, like, more frozen food, you know, like those healthy choice things just because it was easy to scan the app, which, you know, I mean, people preach, you know, you need to eat raw food, organic, you know, all that stuff, and, I mean, yeah, that's probably as good as it gets, but really making, you know – just healthier choices than you have been mm-hmm. is really, I mean, going to start moving you in the right direction.
0: Well, and then you can't do everything just right out of the gate. Exactly. Because then you get overwhelmed Yep. and then what happens? We quit.
1: Yeah. And that's one thing I've heard is like, just find something little that mm-hmm. you can change and that you can be content with for the rest of your life because you can't, you know, I've done probably every crash diet you can mm-hmm. think of, you know, along my journey and, yeah, that's the thing. Like, whatever you start with, you have to be okay with sure. forever. Otherwise, you're just going to put the weight back on. So, like, when mm-hmm. I started, you know, those healthy choice meals, they have a variety, like, and most of them are between, like, 150 to 400 calories. Mm-hmm. So, that was easy to track my calories. And when I started, I mean, I was eating two of them, which was 800 calories, which, mm-hmm. you know, depending, your goal might be a, a big lunch. But for me, that was a small lunch at the time. And right, right. You know, eventually then I'd get down to just eating one. So, you know, but it was all gradual over time.
0: Sure. And then did you find that once you started reducing your calories that you weren't as hungry? Yeah. You kind of settle into a new normal or a, a more you're satisfied with less food.
1: Yeah. And so I don't know how the dietitians would think about this, but this is just my journey. So yeah, mm-hmm. I, I made the decision that I was I was no longer going to eat till I was full. Mm. Because I noticed when I ate till I was full, the next time I would eat, like I would crave that sensation of fullness. So I would eat till I was full again. So I was like, I, I am just going to focus on eating till I'm no longer hungry. Right. So that's ultimately the goal. Right. And I remember one time at lunch, I realized I wasn't even hungry. Mm. And I'm like, how much do I eat then?
0: There's a hunger cue. that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm like, cause I didn't <laughs> eat breakfast this morning but, and it's like 1.30 and I should be eating lunch but I'm not hungry. And so if I start, when do I stop? Like, yeah, I have no cue. So I just didn't eat lunch that day. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I mean, it's, I didn't even know what it was called at the time, but intermittent fasting, you hear oh, so much sure. about that. Mm-hmm. That's basically, I did that for a while. I was basically one meal a day. So I would just eat dinner every day. And, that I dropped from 260 down to 200 pounds. Wow. Doing that. Wow. Actually 280, I was 285 at my okay. my highest weight then. and brought it down to 200. Now, back to what I said earlier, though, if you're going to lose weight, you have to do something you plan to do your whole life. Mm-hmm. Well, I like food. <laughs> Let's just be real. <laughs> right. And so it, it was great at the time, but I can't only eat one meal a day for the rest of my life. Like right. maybe it'll work for some people. And so I ended up putting 40 pounds back on and then tried a whole bunch more diets until I finally just settled into where I'm at now.
0: Had you incorporated fitness into that? your journey at that point yet like weight training or aerobics or anything no no just strictly when did that come in then
1: that came oh i want to say probably four or five years ago okay so i had another well i still have it but another side hustle at target and they had like this fitness plan you could get like an anytime membership for like 25 Mm bucks so i just went ahead and got that i had no idea what i was doing i was so terrified to go
0: (laughs) It is. It's, it's intimidating for people.
1: Oh, yeah, it sure is. Yeah. Because, I mean, your first thought is, man, I'm going to walk in there. Everyone's going to be judging me. Everyone's just going to, like, stop what they're doing and <laughs> stare at me. You know, like, that's how it and, feels. And in
0: truth, they don't care about you at
1: all. They don't care. <laughs> right? They have, I, I mean, as sad as it is, everyone in there has their own insecurities. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, yeah, you, there might be that one jerk that one time that judges you. But, I mean, I've... I go usually three or four times a day for, you know, three or four years now. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've never really ran, I've won in, ran into that maybe once. Yeah. So,
0: and we don't care about that one jerk.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his own deal, you know, exactly. issues to deal with. So, so yeah, I mean, everyone's there just, they're trying to do their own thing, their, their own goals, you know? And, and so I just start, I just walked to the machines cause there was, they're all lined up and mm-hmm. I had no idea what to, to, to do, but it, I mean, it's literally written on the side of the machine, like how to adjust this. And so I would just kind of like do a couple, like couple arm things that I, you know, kind of looked easy, and kind of like look around, see what other people were doing, mm-hmm. and and then it just kind of all started from there.
0: Okay, so then now you're starting to work out, yeah, and you're still doing the diet, yep. Well, not diet, but lifestyle change, eating wise, yeah. And you were chronicling your weight loss on social media.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I would kind of just post stuff on Facebook, just my wins, hopefully like motivate some other people. Right.
0: Right. And then somebody saw those.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Steve
0: (laughs) Simenon, our CEO and, and encouraged you to maybe look into becoming a a personal trainer.
1: Yeah. We were literally just like walking. I was by the IT office and he just happened to be walking by to his office and he goes, Hey, you ever thought about being a personal trainer? (laughs) No, <laughs> no <laughs> and he's like, well i've been I've been watching your journey, and I've been seeing you know some of your progress. And I just think it'd be a great fit for you. It would push you mm-hmm. to be better. Mm-hmm. And then also, along the way, you can help other people out. And he's like, "I just think you'd be a really good fit for it.
0: that's really cool. yeah, that's that's really neat that he recognized that in you and and pushed you a little bit. So then you decided to do it, obviously,
1: yep. So I took a course through the National Academy of Sports Medicine. They mm-hmm. have a certified trainer program. So I took four months to do that and, yeah, got all my certifications. So
0: So how long have you been doing this?
1: About three or four months now. And you like it? Yeah.
0: Good. It's fun to, because you and I have talked about hooking up in that respect. Yeah. Because I love to lift weights just haven't done it for a while because I usually go overboard and end up injuring myself. So I need to step back and and figure out an actual plan. Okay, we're going to start here and then we're going to work up and then we're going to do that. But I think having somebody like yourself is wonderful because you can guide someone like me to do the right things at the right times.
1: Yeah, and I've learned that through experience too because I'm (laughs) like... I want everything now. Of like, course. Like I'm um, instant gratification generated. Like why can't I just walk in and, you know, squat 300 pounds, <laughs> <Right>. you know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and not have to go to physical therapy the next day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for five weeks. <laughs> so where, where do you see your clients, by the way?
1: I've started seeing clients here in Clarion. Okay. At the, the fitness, fitness center. center. Okay. Yeah, d- uh, uptown or downtown. Mm-hmm. And then I've also started like an online coaching Oh. program. so Because I know we have a lot of people that can't really make it to Clarion. So mm-hmm. I want to be able to help mm-hmm. everybody out.
0: Okay. What does that look like? So mm-hmm.
1: it's an app. So I can build out a program for you. And then it just comes to your app. You get into the app. It's got all of your workouts for the day laid out. Mm-hmm. And then... It's got like a brief description on what to do and then a video link in case you need just like a quick refresh on how to do it. Mm -hmm. Then you enter your results. So how many reps and sets you do at what weight and then it tracks all that. So then next time you do that same workout, let's say just bench press next time it shows up, it'll show you what you did last time. Nice. Nice. Yeah, so, you know, because a lot of times you're trying to think, like, oh, what weight did I do last time? So you're kind of playing around. So, yeah, it's just all laid out right there for you. I
0: like that idea because I'm the old-fashioned girl who likes pencil and paper, so I have wads of paper literally at home that will say Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, five pounds, oh,
1: gotcha. 10 reps,
0: of, and it gets, it. it's just not convenient.
1: Yeah. At all. Yep, so that, this is all of that, but just in your pocket.
0: Nice. Nice. I like that. So if I were to hire you to be my personal trainer and we, so we're going to meet, what does my first session look like? What kind of things are you going to ask me or expect?
1: Yeah. So before we even get to the gym, I'm going to send you some paperwork. Okay. Mainly just to protect you and yourself. So it's got some medical questions, you Mm -hmm. know, because if you have like back pain or previous injuries, depending on the injuries or other medical issues, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes you can't jump straight into the gym, right? you know, and you might need to go see one of our doctors to get clearance first. So once we get all that paperwork out of the way and I kind of understand what your goals are, then I'm going to lay out a plan. So that first day in the gym, we'll do a little assessment just to kind of see how your balance is, what your level's like, you know, I'll look at a few things and then we'll do just kind of a, like a condensed workout that first day. But then after that, then we'll really start to get into the program.
0: Okay. And then so typically how many times would we, you and I meet?
1: I like to go for two or three times a week, depending what fits into your schedule. Mm -hmm. But especially with the online one, you know, you have kind of your own, a lot more flexibility there.
0: Yeah. Can we do a hybrid of both? Or is it, is it usually just I'm online or we're meeting in person?
1: Oh, we could probably do a hybrid too. I guess I hadn't thought of that option, but yeah, if you wanted to meet one like once a week just for accountability, right. and then two other de- you know two other times a week you're doing the app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that would be a good option too.
0: Okay, well, I'm I'm if we hook up, that's what I'm going to ask for. Just. So, you know.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Good to know.
0: just had to be a little bit difficult. (laughs) Let's visit really briefly about spot reducing. I am a fitness podcast junkie. I love listening to people talk about it. I love all the things. And there's a lot of talk about how your abs, what is it, like 80% of your abs are made in the kitchen? Yeah. Because you really need to get the fat off in order to even see the abs. So, is it a myth that... I can go to the gym and really just spot reduce wherever I feel like I need it.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a myth. So um, I know. There we go. You can work on your abs 45 minutes a day. And, you know, like you said, unless you're doing the other stuff to get down your weight, you know, you're not going to see them. And abs, I mean, you got to be pretty low body weight to see abs. Like you see the actors in the movies You know, they got these shredded abs. (laughs) They don't have those all year round, though.
0: Right. And they probably don't eat when they're trying to develop these.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're going to cut their diet way low, Mm -hmm. you know, before production. They're going to cut out salt and everything to get that, you know, body fat way down. Zero carbs. Yeah, they might not drink water either or, or lower their water, you know, to get more dehydrated. Yeah. So, I mean, some people do have abs, but it's pretty rare, you know.
0: I feel like we just are so conscientious about everybody else on social media and that does not do any favors for anybody there's a lot of comparing like well why don't I look like her and I want that and I mean how much does protein play a part in all of this you know there's so many questions
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah man that whole social media you know they get the lighting just right you know or the right filter and and
0: it's probably the 100th take of that same photo exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and, and meanwhile, I'm just sitting over here going, "Wow, well, I want to look like that. But you also can't look like that just sitting around not doing anything.
1: Correct. Right. Yeah, and now's I mean, a great time of year to get started because maybe you don't have a membership. Maybe the gym's intimidating. I mean, the weather's getting nice. Go, mm-hmm. go on a, a walk, start there, a jog, you know, a lot of nice trails, a hike you know, right. anything like that. So. Right.
0: Do you feel like people can over, I'm asking this because I've, I've read this too quite a bit lately and it is, I'm getting of an older age as well. So it makes a little bit of a difference that you can over exercise, especially aerobically. Like, do I need to go and run 45 minutes or, you know, I'm hearing that long walks are just as good. And what what's your take on that?
1: Yeah, like aerobic for like weight loss or just mm-hmm. for, yeah. Yeah, you can definitely overdo it with with the aerobics. And honestly, for weight loss too, a lot of people don't realize this, but strength training is going to be better for that. Because the thing with aerobics is you're only burning calories while you're working out. Mm. And with strength training, because muscle is, like the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn just sedentary. Right throughout your day. so, And, man, I heard this, I don't know, a little while back, but let's take burpees. Yeah. No one likes a burpee. Doing burpees, you burn about 13 calories a minute. Okay. So if you could do all-out hardcore burpees for 10 minutes, which I don't know anybody (laughs) that could do that, but if you could, you'd burn 130 calories, which... Not worth it. (laughs) Sorry. That's like two Oreos, maybe (laughs) three, right? So...
0: I'll just skip the protein bar that day.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, aerobics is good. You know, it's good for your heart. It's right. good to get things pumping. I'm, right. I'm not going to say don't do it. Mm-hmm. But
0: but I do think there's a, more, a, a better emphasis on the strength training. Yeah. And I'm going to say, because I'm a female and I'm, like I said, I'm in my 50s. So osteoporosis is a big deal for me now. You know, maintaining and building strong bones, it takes you a long way.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that strength training is going to be a really good to slow down or even help prevent osteoporosis. Right,
0: right. Wow. So there's a lot of things. Yeah. There's a lot of considerations. Any other tales of wisdom for the topic of personal training?
1: Well, so a lot of people, I mean, one of the things I hear is like, oh, I don't need a personal trainer. Like they don't want to spend the money. And it's like, well, I know what to do. I just need to get out of bed. Mm-hmm. You know, I just need to go do it. And that's the hardest thing. And that's one of the things that having a personal trainer can help with. You know, you, you've you spent the money, you know, you've put in the the commitment. If it's in person, you know, at this time, on this day, there's going to be somebody at the gym, you know, expecting you to be there. So it's accountability. And if you're doing the virtual app, you know, I'm going to check in on you and see how things are going. So it's, it's that accountability thing. One thing, I guess, with that, like spending the money, making the commitment is it was probably three, four years ago. I don't really remember, but I, I just made this decision that I was going to start running. So I downloaded this like couch to 5k app Yep. and it's, you know, you started out walking for whatever time and then you'd run. And I'd kind of made up my mind that whatever the person on the app said, I was just going to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And sometimes I was running so slow that, you know, an old lady in a scooter probably could have passed me. But the thing, like I refused to go to a walk and I I had like made made up my mind and I won't, I'll never forget, cause I couldn't even like go a mile, walk, run, yeah, like before I was just exhausted. And I was talking to a friend who was a runner and he's like, why don't you do a 5K with me? I'm like, I can't even do one. Like let's get there right. before I <laughs> do three. 1K. And he's like, you got a month and a half, just just do it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. like." No way I'm going to do it. And he was telling me, like, it's not a serious thing. Like, there's going to be, like, grandmas walking their kids in a stroller there. Like, it's not, you know, this all-out sporting event. Just sign up. It's like, okay. So I spent the money, you know, I did the registration, and then I posted online, like, hey, I'm going to be doing this. Like, now I'm committed because now people have seen it. Like, if I don't do it, I'm going to, like, feel like a fool. And I spent the money, and I don't want to waste the money. And that was such motivation. Mm -hmm. Like, I just mentally felt different. Because now I'm not just out here to be out here. I've made the commitment, the financial. You
0: trained for it.
1: And now I have something to train for. Right, right. Yes, you got a goal. Yep. And that day, it was such a personal win for me because we got there and I had so much energy and we were just going to do like a little warm-up jog, you know? Mm -hmm. We actually ran the whole 5K (laughs) course as our warm-up. Oh. Yeah. And then like we were at the starting line and... We ran the 5K, and it was my best time yet, even though I had just ran a 5K. You did you know, a 10K. Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, we stopped at a gas station or a truck stop, and I took a shower, because it was in Ames, and right. we went to Adventureland. Oh, my. And I did all day at Adventureland, but it was just, I felt so great. And mm-hmm. thinking back to 2014, me, you know, no fitness, no good diet. Like, Absolutely. Couldn't have done any of that.
0: That's awesome. I have a very similar story. I did the same thing of friends of ours were doing a a 5K at a church down in Des Moines for their group. And they said, why don't you come and join us? I said, there's no way. There's no way. So I downloaded the couch potato to 5K and started doing the same thing on the treadmill. Okay. And then every day I'd do a little bit more, a little bit more, got to the race. I was so nervous, but I ran the whole thing
1: Oh, that's awesome. I
0: start to finish, never stopped once. We had a really good time, I thought, and I could not have been more proud of myself.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Just
0: that commitment, just making it. Yeah. And showing up for yourself.
1: Yep. I'd say this whole thing, diet, weightlifting, running, I said all of it's like ninety percent mental. Absolutely. I mean totally you just think you can't do it, you haven't done it for so long. Yep. You can do it. Yep. And the one thing with running that kind of played into everything is I would just tell myself, "Get to the next driveway."
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: you'd get there. Okay, I'm like, I did it. Like small accomplishment. <laughs> yeah. you know, get to the next driveway. Yep. And it was just like these little like bursts of like joy mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. adrenaline every time you get to one. And I t- like that changed a lot of things for me because a lot of times I would be like rushing to get to work on time, you know, and now I'm getting up early. I'm running, I'm hitting all these goals. So like on my drive to work, it's like, you can feel it in your chest, like, like your lungs are open, everything feels great, you know,
0: mentally alert. Yeah, And
1: you know, I mean, to some people it's no big deal, but like, I'd come into work like, I ran two miles today. Like, look (laughs) at me, you know, like, it's going to be a good day, chest up high. (laughs) Like, yeah. So it, it just changes everything.
0: That's amazing. That's so, awesome. Yeah,
1: just little goals, little goals. You can do it.
0: Okay. If anybody is not motivated by this part of the podcast, you should be. And how would they, if they want to talk to you further in person, how would they get a hold of you?
1: Yeah. They, I mean, they can hit me up just on my work email if that's easiest. My number's on the internet. Otherwise. So my business, little business, is called Philip on Fitness. Philip I
0: mean, on Fitness, like P
1: H I L U P. Oh, we'll okay. On words there. Phillip on fitness. Yeah, so there I, you go. yeah. Thank you. It's just Philip on Fitness at Gmail. Okay. Dot com, so.
0: All right. Awesome. And then they can always reach out to the hospital and ask for you too. Yeah. I'm assuming because you work.
1: Yeah. Just call the help desk. Yep. Yeah, call man. the help desk.
0: There you are. <laughs> 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 Sitting in IT. Love it. To me, it feels like. I love this this phrase, and I feel like this is so fitting right now. We can do hard things.
1: 100%. There you go.
0: All right. Thanks for being on today, Phil. I really appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you for listening to Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics' Ish Dish Podcast. For more information on the topics we discussed today, visit us on the web at iowaspecialtyhospital.com. There you can read a transcript of today's episode or previously aired episodes, as well as get the latest news from Iowa Specialty Hospitals and Clinics and explore all of the services that we offer. For the Ish Dish Podcast, I'm Gina. Thanks for tuning in.